Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Steber and I play Astra Bleth Buffet adult half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit Zortzbot paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Statehar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. And I'm Paul Lukemeyer playing Self, an elfin battle chef carving a name for himself in the high stakes world of magical cooking. And we are, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious GM and world builder, Mr. Justin Green. Mr. Green, how are you? I'm doing great. I spent the weekend preparing for this murdered mystery dinner party yeah, yeah. went out and i committed some crimes just to like get an idea of like <laughs> how do you solve a mystery but i wasn't caught like nobody <laughs> nobody like really picked up on the threads of all the things that i did oh. so oh. i don't know and then he also went out to dinner to get the dinner party uh, yeah also i yeah, did <laughs> also eat i would say that's more important people were definitely more interested in that I would say. <laughs> so would you say it was Mr. Green in the dining room? Oh. With, um, do you want to give us a hint oh. on your implement? He used an icicle. <laughs> oh, oh, whoa. You can't find the murder weapon if it melts into water. <laughs> Perfect. Justin. Yeah. Uh, I want to let you know that I prepared for this by watching about four seasons of Columbo. Ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. I love Columbo. All I learned is that Zelf is basically the anti-Columbo. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Zelf does not have a Columbo vibe. Yeah, 0% ever. He's so quiet and intense. He does not have the, I don't know, the coy charisma of Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not even a little bit. He might be closer to Holmes, but even then, not really. So I don't know. Zelf is an archetype all his own. I think he would love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's going to help solve this dinner. So Johnny and Manny have went early. Uh, they have set up in the kitchen, yeah. as we discussed last yeah. episode. The yeah. rest of the three of you dressed uh, in your best outfits. Uh, we know what Zelf is wearing. Patty, Astra, anything to say about what you're wearing to this event? Ooh, tell us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> Actually, you know, I just purchased a, <laughs> a fancy new hat. Um, so I think she's probably wearing it. 
It is a mere <laughs> item to an item Paul bought, which is a preserving cloche that preserves food. This one is one that preserves Astra hair. <laughs> I think she's wearing that, but she has clipped a veil over her face so that she can still be discreet about her teeth. She's just kind of into that fashion now, I think. She's going through a goth moment. Actually, she's also Coming wearing the all-black sneaking outfit that she wore to the tombs, which if the Tomb. listeners and players will recall, was also covered in beads. Goth <laughs> I think the fashion veil is going to come back. I think so, oh, yeah. too. Astra's getting it. Astra is setting the trend. <laughs> so Patty has a fun item that we probably should have been using in tactical situations all this time, but she's going to just use it to dress up for a party. It's called Sleeves of Mini Garments. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I love those. I bought some of those for chili. <laughs> <laughs> she, she can put on these sleeves and they transform her current clothing into any other non-magical set of clothing, Whoa. fits her perfectly, and are always clean and mended <laughs> unless she designates otherwise. Whoa. So she has put these sleeves on and is in a absolutely avant-garde designer ensemble. There are no pants, of course, because this is still <laughs> Patty, so top only, but I'm envisioning enormous shoulder pads, something very sculptural. <laughs> Her little beret, of course, because she's not going to take the beret off, but maybe a brooch on the beret of Whoa. some kind. So, yeah, it's a look. What color is the beret? The beret is still pink. Love it. I think that since she's going with Astra, though, she always yeah. likes to coordinate in a group. <laughs> so maybe maybe the top that she's wearing is black to match Astra's outfit and oh. then a little black jeweled brooch on the beret just to tie everything together. It'd be commando in a second. Really nice. Zelf's <laughs> outfit matches with Patty because it's textured. Mm, mm. I forgot Zelf was in a, what, a cashmere twin set, a full yeah. cashmere with all different textures, with the red cape and a cape that's a different texture. <laughs> in respect to that, Astra will add like a, a red brooch uh, at her neck, like a really, really high collar to the dress, and then she'll have a red brooch that she also matches Oh, I love it. It's like when Destiny's Child used to go to award shows <laughs> yes! and they didn't match, but but they were all like dressed to go together with like, you know, a pant in like Beyonce would have pants that would match Kelly's top. Like yes. it was an ensemble look. It's exactly like that. <laughs> Next time loop, instead of Johnny Scott, we've got a riff off of Destiny's Child. Yeah, right. We're going to be Destiny's Child. <laughs> yeah. It, we could just be called Destiny's Child. Is that not a perfect name for a time looping squad? <laughs> Copyrighted. Can we do that? Oh my God. Who has to be the fourth one that gets kicked out at the very beginning? <laughs> It's going to be Johnny. (laughs) We'll see who doesn't make it back on the squad in the next time. (laughs) So the Marth by Marth dining room is just a masterclass in excess. Everywhere you look, something is needlessly too much. Any accessory or accent that could possibly be made of gold is made of gold. The furniture and the windows are dressed with plush fabrics and deep reds and greens. You can see where there's been extra support beams that had to be added to keep like these five tier crystal chandeliers just barely hanging. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple lawn tables are set up with handwritten name cards, Um, but currently the guests are all standing and mingling 
you recognize a couple restaurateurs amongst the sea of nobility and also one full-size dairy cow that's like telling an animated anecdote to a crowd of, with like <laughs> raucous laughter. <laughs> Aside from the Vilnets and the Marths, you spot Prince Erling uh, and a young elven woman that you assume must be Camilla Marth. Mm-hmm. And they're attempting to cheer up a bereft Bentaro Valentine in one corner of the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interspersed throughout the party's elf, you also pick out the four chefs that you invited as suspects. Okay. You see Bocus Door still in her funeral attire from the will reading. Oh, shit. Yes! <laughs> you see Gentry Till, who is one half of the cloying couple with the restaurant for pets. You sent the couple one invitation in hopes of separating them (laughs) 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 so gentry is here paltrow mimosa is here the new money brunch noble whose artisanal pop tarts you have sampled more than once apparently (laughs) 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 they keep coming out with the flavors (laughs) (laughs) and lastly you see grist cask chill who you've never met personally but whose name you have heard pop up a couple times during your investigation. He is a dwarf from Begram who has made waves in Mjolnir with dwarven ale magic. Self would love to learn dwarven ale magic <laughs> as an aside. Tonight might not be the night. What was that guy's name? Grist? Grist. Yeah, Grist, G-R-I-S-T. Cask chill. Grist, like, like a cold keg. Grist, cask Grist, chill. cask chill. Fuck, that's powerful. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be friends yeah. with him yeah. or yeah. enemies. I love that I have my list of people and then at the end I've written a cow. <laughs> 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 Everyone's here. I threw everything I had planned away as soon as Andrew introduced Happy Moo Farms. <laughs> 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 this cow did it and it's a pervert. <laughs> Amongst the attendees, yeah, yeah. You said the Vilnets and the Marths. Does that include Alec Vilnet and Win Marth? Uh, Win Marth is here. Alec Vilnet is not. Fascinating. The westernmost wall of the restaurant has a long window that stretches like the entire length, and it allows the diners to see inside the kitchen. And they are able to view Duke Marth, who is hard at work preparing food alongside his sous chefs. And this is a site of much interest, as here is proof, like visually, that despite his family's history, the Duke somehow did apparently learn elven food magic. What? And not just that, but also like has standard cooking skills that takes a chef years to master usually. Hmm. <laughs> so despite working in the kitchen, the Duke is wearing what looks to be like at least a 10-piece suit. <laughs> so many what? pieces of suit. <laughs> okay, no, wait. Three pieces like pants, jacket, and vest, right? Those are the three pieces of a three piece suit. His clothing is thick, right? <laughs> there are layers. <laughs> the Duke steps out of the kitchen briefly, and he is flanked by an army of tuxedoed waiters on both sides who are carrying trays of food and drinks. Johnny is among them. Uh, the sleeves of his too small dress shirt already coming apart <laughs> at the seams. <laughs> uh, the Duke picks up a small club that's leaning against the wall and he clangs it against a dinner gong that's been placed at the kitchen's entrance, which is like almost as tall <laughs> yes. as he is. And he says, Tonight's hors d'oeuvres are deviled swallow eggs with obsquidian mayonnaise. The obsquidian Obs- ink will grant you the ability to fly once the banquet concludes. Whoa. Oh. Incredible. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so glad I snuck into this. <laughs> I'm writing down all these courses. <laughs> uh, Johnny, 
the other waiters at the beginning of the day, they gazed upon your giant frame and they could only yeah. see how much it would be possible for you to carry at one time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They have loaded you up. Like five dozen plates of appetizers on your left arms, two pack trays of wine glasses just balanced oh. delicately on the other. Oh, my arms. <laughs> Johnny, I'm going to have you make just a flat dexterity check to deliver these around the room to the oh, people no. standing and chatting without spilling anything. Anything? Amazing. Oh, I was God. literally hoping to myself. I was like, please <laughs> let Johnny have to make a dex check at every course <laughs> to see if he's going to spill it on the party guests. <laughs> this is the start of Johnny's mini games. I won't let you down. And I rolled an 18 on my dexterity <laughs> test. Well nice. done. Nice. Ready to go. Johnny, <laughs> having the armor off of you has really changed things in terms yeah. of your mobility. <laughs> yeah, you were able to walk around the room without an issue. Excellent. What are you wanting to do during the hors d'oeuvres in general? Does anybody have something or someone they would like to speak to or investigate? I don't have a specific person, but I just want to kind of circulate and get the vibe of the room as a whole. Uh, the only person on that list that I knew was Gentry Till. I mean, I guess we met Mimosa because we, we ate at her place. But, but I actually talked to Gentry Till when Johnny and I were investigating mm-hmm. the Beast. And they sucked, but uh, Astra's <laughs> just desperate to mingle. So she's going to go and talk to them. Awesome. Well, there's only one conversation that I wanted to have that was kind of individual. Okay. Uh, and, and that's with Bogus. Okay. So whenever that... So Bogus will be at your table. Is this something that you want to catch her uh, one-on-one beforehand? Yes. And in fact, I think that's the first thing I want to do. I'm going to revisit my saying that I just want to get the vibe of the room. I have a more specific concern now. Ooh, Ooh vibe received. So yeah. Prince Erling and the Vilnets, they know us. They know who we are. <laughs> Truth. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, they totally do. Erling asked you to go get Gamware. Yeah, he knows mm. Patty. Like, we have conversed before. There's not that many people here. We're not going to be able to hide from him. Oh, no. So I guess I want to kind of try to get a read on whether he is aware of anything that we have been doing (laughs) in terms of being wanted and on the run from the law. Because I feel like that could be an issue. Okay. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, good call, Caitlin. <laughs> uh, perfect. Johnny, anything while you are waitering, delivering this food that you're looking for or want to do? The two people that Johnny is interested in paying more attention to are Bocus or also Win Marth, uh, the person that we have identified as the beast. Is he here? Uh, he is here, yes. Yeah, all right. So those are the two people that I'm going to be paying attention to. And since Zelf is going over there, this might be a great opportunity to do like a tag team sort of effect thing. Then I am going to try and service that. So when Zelf sees Johnny on his way over, he'll make a gesture like, give me a second. Oh, I see. I shall uh, be right back. (laughs) Does Johnny affect a weird affectation while being a waiter? (laughs) I love that. Allow me to present you with some wine. (laughs) I'm just trying to fit in. I don't know. My highbrow dudes. (laughs) Zelf, you look around and you are not surprised to spot Bogus 
off by herself. She is standing in front of a humongous oil painting that you have seen many times in the past. It depicts Chairman Naga in one of his most outrageous costumes, yes. ladling soup into the bowl of a dirt-smudged orphan. Yeah. And at the bottom, in gold calligraphy, are the words, more? There's always more. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was in his humanitarian era. <laughs> yes, yes. As you approach, Bokus says, can you believe that Grattan sold this to the Marths? You know, he, he did it for just a donation to the food bank. Between Grattan and the Marths, who do you think would appreciate it more? Well, it wasn't Grattan's to give away. He may run the food bank, or he was running the food bank, but the chairman placed that there so that anyone who would go in would know that they were being given a gift from him. Focus. how have you been sleeping? <laughs> she sighs and she goes, well, I guess this is where you gloat. Do you know me to be a gloater, Bocus? Well, I didn't think that you would kill Groton either, but honestly, I'm relieved, Zelf. Even if I lost the first challenge, at least I know you're playing to win. <laughs> Fuck. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Can I make a, I guess, a sense motive check to see if I think she's putting on a show? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's a 21. You feel as if, while her congratulations are sincere, Zelf, the jealousy is unmistakable. She truly believes that you have killed Groton uh, and beat her to the punch. Oh, shit. Wow. Well, Zelf is taken aback. He didn't expect this. But he regains his composure and says, Focus, let me ask you differently. Have you had any strange dreams lately? Last couple days? She's like, if you're trying to get what the chairman left me out of me, you're going to have to eat me. Zelf, there's no other way. I'll never tell you. <laughs> you're going to have to eat me. I won't go down as easily as Groton, though. I'll tell you that. Bocus, would you believe me if I told you that I didn't kill Groton? <laughs> she kind of laughs. But you could tell she's a bit unsettled because she knows that you're not a liar. And she knows deep down that you probably wouldn't have killed an Eden Grattan. Right. And she says, well, of course it was you. Who else would it be? Bocus, I don't know. But when I find out, I'll let you know. Bocus, do you remember just after... I became one of the chairman's apprentices, and you could not believe it was me. And we had a magical chili pepper battle, and the first thing you did was spray chili oil in my eyes. <laughs> and at the end, you said, Zelf, are you going to cry every time I beat you? It's <laughs> one of my fondest memories of our time together, Zelf. That was the first time I saw you laugh sincerely. <laughs> Fuck. Well, Bocus, since I don't think you killed Groton, I just wanted to say that someday we're going to have to meet and see who really is the chairman's heir. Just as I look forward to itself. I know. <laughs> I do too, Bocus. I hope we can have a friendly rivalry, and I hope our final duel doesn't happen too soon. Patty Hurts, how do you want to approach the prince? Are you uh, just being very upfront? What's your angle? You know what? We're not going to be able to avoid him. And I also really want 
an introduction to Camilla because I really want to talk to her. So I think <laughs> I'm just going to go up politely and say hello. Awesome. Make a Love diplomacy this. check for me and you would be able to use your favored nation or win for that. That is a 22. Yeah, you uh, are able to confidently stroll up looking your best. The prince and Camilla are both tending to Bantaro, who uh, looks like he's sobered up a bit, but is probably more of a mess than uh, you left him at lunch. <laughs> um, he's just kind of like sobbing. Camilla is like seated next to him with like her arm around him, patting his back. Erling looks uh, put off, but he does feel like some responsibility. He keeps going to... Well, cheer up, Valentine. Why don't you play piano for us? I know you love to play some piano for us. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, th- I think that what this looks like is Patty is going to to walk up and she's going to acknowledge Camilla first. And she's going to be like, oh, my goodness. I could not help but notice your Pada bag. One of my favorite <laughs> rodent designers. I have Pada. one of my own right here. Uh. But yours is absolutely exquisite. I've never seen that color before. Is it one of a kind? <laughs> oh, she goes, oh, um, oh, thank you. Uh, oh, um, my brother, uh, he, he bought it for me. Um, he likes fashion like this. Um, I don't really know anything about this. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it really suits you. You wear it so well. Patty Hurts, nice to meet you. Oh, God, uh, she's slick. Uh, 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 <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, and she like awkwardly like takes your paw and <laughs> shakes it. <laughs> Erlene isn't acting strange. She doesn't seem like concerned or anything or shocked when he sees you. It's just sort of like a pleasant acknowledgement he tells Camilla, like, oh, Patty Hurts, you know, she's one of the Shadowin kids. She's does good work, this one. Oh, it's a, a pleasure to hear that from you, Your Highness. You know, I always try to do my best when my friends in the monarchy ask me to do anything. They're just the <laughs> best. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, that's the sign of a great citizen. <laughs> he is like looking around for like anyone else to like talk to <laughs> other than Bentaro. <laughs> At that moment, an extremely handsome young elf with like a sharp jawline and a killer smile, he Whoa. walks up behind you, Patty, and you recognize immediately the hallmarks of a tailored Maushino suit anywhere. And Whoa. it's not one that you've seen in previous collections either. Design. As I don't mean to intrude, but I had to come over and see you up close. That white fur is immaculate. <laughs> thought for a second that my father bought a Rodent statue. Oh, oh, shit. Fuck off. Stop. God. I can't God, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking trifecta. How dare you two? Oh, I'm charmed to hear that. Who might you be? Winmarth. Nice to meet you. Oh, oh. oh. oh shit. My father o- owns this place. Very impressive, and I'm very impressed by it. <laughs> Did you say who, who your designer outfit was? Are you wearing Pada? Or no, Camilla was wearing Pada. Were you wearing a Camilla designer? Camilla was wearing... I'm wearing Fermez this evening. <laughs> <laughs> he says to you, I love your Fermez. It looks great. Pretty pricey. Oh, thank you. You really have an eye for fashion. You know, this suit I'm wearing, I had it custom made for me by Maschino himself. The rat's a genius. <laughs> I heard that now I'm the muse for his winter collection. 
Oh, wow. That's almost as impressive as this beautiful restaurant. <laughs> Says, you know, if you ever find yourself in Alatir's fashion district, I could introduce you to him. I'm sure he'll be similarly inspired oh. when he lays eyes on your beauty. Oh, oh. Patty knows this guy <laughs> nice. is terrible, but she's also a little charmed because she likes to be flattered. But he's going to get over <laughs> it quickly. Oh, my gosh. So it is such a pleasure to meet a fellow aficionado of high fashion. How did you get so interested in the finer things in life? Oh, you know, I was born into it. As I grew up, you know, I realized that people were impressed by the things that I wore, things that I had. You know, I've been told I've got everything a modern rat woman could want. Sharp suit, sharp wit, sharp cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Who has told him that? (laughs) Other rad women, I guess. Obviously other rad women, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Patty's Patty's gonna nod. She's gonna be like, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, dressing well is so important because it, you know, it really shows what type of person you are, what class of person you are. Don't you agree? Absolutely. I see that you don't have a drink. Let me get you a drink. Uh, and he waves over Johnny, uh, yeah, who's like standing, this is the perfect staring. Time for me to- <laughs> <laughs> Johnny will bring in a tray and kneel down so that both Patty and uh, when Marth can take from it, and he says, "Happy to be at your service." Well, thank you, staff member. Much appreciated. Mm. You don't have to talk to him, Patty. It's fine. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Sometimes I find myself being a little too nice to the help. Okay, on your way. Thank you. (laughs) Johnny leaves without saying a word or being heard. (laughs) Oh, that's sad. We'll talk about this later. Patty will give him a hug. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Wynn, thank you for the reminder that I don't need to be nice to the staff. But sometimes it's, you know, hard for me to remember that, you know, there are Certain types of people in the world that are just more deserving than others. <laughs> so true. So true, Patty. Turning on the charm. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> One of the things I've noticed in Milnor is just there's a lot of have and have nots, and the have nots are just like all over the place being dirty, being in the way. <laughs> it's just like really grosses me out. Ugh. Wow. It's disgusting. You know, around here we call them garnish, Patty. Fuck, that's good. Leave it on the plate, throw it out. <laughs> oh, that's so... Oh, 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 Damn, that's asshole. Good. Okay. Damn. Now I am fully convinced <laughs> that all of his beastly deeds are intentional and not <laughs> just his animal nature coming out. So fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Astra, you are walking through this party looking for Gentry Tail. Make a sense motive. Hmm. I love when people have motives for me to sense or not. (laughs) I rolled a, I rolled an 11. (laughs) Uh, Gentry is keeping to himself that you can tell. He seems to be a bit on edge. You remember that he did once own this location before he was harassed into relocating. Oh, right. He is watching win Marth very closely. Otherwise, he just seems quiet and isolated a bit. Oh, perfect. Perfect <laughs> chance to pick on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I met you. I met you at your restaurant, didn't I? Estra Blep. 
I'm certain you remember, but I'm saying it so that you're not embarrassed by how much you remember. Oh, yes, that's that's right. I do remember you. Nice to see you again, Miss Blip. Yeah, nice to see you, too. You know, sometimes when you say your name, other people say their name back at you as like a... <laughs> like a just like a social maneuver oh yes yes <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing people do <laughs> All right. astrid for sure would not have remembered this guy's name so she's just gonna roll with it um boy <laughs> that elf man is so handsome isn't he and so so fashionable and so he looks so rich and you're here alone huh he's nothing special oh isn't he you know the marths they're not really that great you know, anybody mm. can take things mm. that don't belong to them. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> some of us are better than that. Some of us earn things, right, Astra? Yeah, definitely. I have earned everything I have and have ever gotten and will ever get. Uh, you know, earn. It, you can do so many things to earn things. But I'm certain you're way more special than him, right? What would you say makes you the most special more than that handsome handsome elf man he says well i think it's special that you and i both didn't have invitations when we spoke the other day and then suddenly we were both invited to this event do you don't you think that's strange i no i <laughs> no i don't think it's all that strange i mean i'm i'm friends with so many people here which is why i'm talking to you a person who is here that i'm friends with <laughs> I don't think that's weird at all. Do you, why do you think it's... Did you get yours in a weird way? <laughs> She's friends with. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it just came in the mail. Well, I mean, that is how invitations usually appear, you know? I think that they're up to something, the Marths. Maybe they're just trying to rub it in my face that they have this location now and I'm over in Garnishtown. Hmm. But honestly, it's a much better location. I'm not saying anything bad about Garnishtown, of course. I remember the real people of Mjolnir. Of course not. We were the first pioneers. Yeah. <laughs> Astra's panicking because she doesn't actually know how to interrogate people. So <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to think about what Zelf would do in this moment. And she's just like, I don't know, feed him a canapé or something that was magic, maybe? I, listen. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to be straight with you. There's been a lot of murders around town. <laughs> and you seem like you have a lot of motive. <laughs> and so I just wanted to, just wanted to, to talk to you and get, get a vibe for how you're feeling about how suspicious your behavior is and how you've acted. <laughs> how do you feel about that? Do you feel good about how suspicious you are? <laughs> Reverse psychology. <laughs> he says, I think that you're wasting your time if you think I'm suspicious. You're surrounded by some of the most evil chefs in the world. Mm. I'll start over there. You know, maybe we should go over there. We could we could talk to the Marth no. boy. No, Gentry, I'm having such a good time talking with you alone. <laughs> I'm going to roll diplomacy. Yeah. To Whoa. see if I can't get, get in his better graces. And I rolled a 16. Oh, my goodness. And I get a 16 bonus on that. So it is a 32 Damn. Jeez. Uh, and so Ash is going to lean in really, really close to him and be like, listen, Gentry, I'm trying to help you out. Like somebody lured you here and you came, which, okay, <laughs> kind of a dummy move, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm trying to help you 
come up with a, an idea about why you are or are not suspicious. So if you just like trust me, we can figure this out together. Just tell me why you think you are very suspicious of all these murders and why you think you're not. And we'll craft some sort of um, story together. <laughs> it's so plausible. <laughs> he said, so you're old to 32. Gentry kind of relaxes and he says, the reason why I'm suspicious is because there's nothing I would love more than to get my hands on the Marths for what they did to me, they did to this city. And if I had the chance, I would kill these people. Oh, oh my. Yeah, Whoa. that's pretty good. That's a really good reason <laughs> to be suspicious of you. But they're still walking. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything yet, did I? <laughs> yet. Amazing. <laughs> if I wanted you dead, you'd be dead already. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, that's tricky. That didn't really do anything for me at all. Well, good luck, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny shows up to give drinks to Astra. Just in time. She takes one in each hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she'll knock back one and put it back on the tray immediately. Uh, one for lubrication and one for sipping. Thank you, a strange buff man. <laughs> of course, madam. Esther, it's me, Johnny. Would you like some, sir? Uh, like he offers some to, to Gentry. Gentry kind of looks between the two of you and goes, are you pretending not to know him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I've never. Um, Just stick with it. Would you like a drink, sir? He says, "I'd love one, Johnny." Justin, I would like to roll bluff. (laughs) (laughs) Gaslight. Gaslight. I rolled an eighteen for a thirty-four. Says, I've never met this man before in my life. What? (laughs) (laughs) Johnny believes it now. Right, you just needed like a six to bluff Johnny. He becomes the lower class, and suddenly all of his friends are turning their backs on him. (laughs) I just. I came over here to tell someone who I thought I knew that... Are you still talking to us? Get out of here. Get out of here. Shoo. It's going to sad Charlie Brown off to go get more drinks. That might have done some real damage. Okay. Uh, That's all I've got for Gentry. I really whiffed. What if this mid-roll break was just two minutes of dead air? Would you notice? Would you miss me? Well, it's not. It's time for me to plug our Patreon, patreon.com slash bcbparty. We work awfully hard to bring you the show, and we're all super proud of what we've made. And presumably, if you're listening, you also enjoy the fruits of our labor, so why not sign up for our Patreon, even just for a month? It's only $5, and you'll get access to the official Discord, to ad-free episodes, to all the bonus content we've put out, like the what's your star sign question that we put out on the feed last week. And if if you've been wondering why we keep talking about swarms, well, there it is. And now we can start talking about haunted picnics more, too. That's all available to you at patreon.com slash bcbparty. 
And hey, are you a business interested in advertising on our feed to what I can tell you are an exceptionally cool and delightful audience? Well, then shoot us an email at burntcookbookparty at gmail.com and we'll figure something out maybe. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So the Duke exits the kitchen and he announces to the room, just if everyone will find their seats, we'll be serving appetizers imminently. Does Astra even have a name tag? Because she faked no. her. <laughs> she just like, it's it's nowhere, right? It's, it's nobody. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm sitting here like, who do I want to throw under the bus by trying to steal their place tag? And let Astra just sit in the seat and insist that it's hers and there's no tag. <laughs> I mean, Paul, if you're pretty certain Bogus Door didn't do it, then she is the most obvious choice to escort away, right? Like, if, if you're done interrogating her, she's probably the most obvious person to get rid of. That's true. You know, she would absolutely steal the Velnet Fingers. <laughs> Much in the same way that the chairman, you know, took the magical knowledge from the Chiffonades. Right, exactly. Vilnet and Vilnet's fingers. I'm curious, but I'm not that invested because the Vilnets, they've won at life. They were the rulers of Berwyn for generations until they got replaced at the Davenah Halls. If they lose fingers, who cares? <clears throat> what I want to find out at this party is who killed Groton. 
Because Groton, more than anyone, deserved to have a normal life. Because he made a better choice than you? (laughs) Because he could, Astra. I'm too warped to live a normal life. What? Groton could have made good. I can only make good food. I will escort Bocus away. (laughs) (laughs) Patty's willing to uh, aid with a stealth check here to maybe pocket Bocus's name tag. I actually have a very specific thing that I can use for this, weirdly. Oh, I love it. I don't think I've used before. Um, And it's called the power of suggestion. This is an actual trait that I have. People trust your words over their own eyes. You make a bluff check to make observers believe that an object in your possession is actually a different object entirely. The DC Stop. for the check is <laughs> the DC for the check is twenty for items of similar shape, size, and color, etc., etc., etc. So basically, once they they call for us to sit, Astra is gonna rush to the table, pick up the <laughs> tag that says Bocus Door, and say. Here's my place. This is mine. It says Astra Blep right there. Once again, Astra's gaslighting powers are yeah. unbelievable, and I love them. More powerful than ever. Peak form. I rolled a 12 for a 28. The Lord. <laughs> Why would I lie? I'm here. I had an invitation. She slips into place without looking at Bocus twice. <laughs> she sets it down with her fingers over it. So it kind of looks like an A. (laughs) (laughs) Bocus, even though she's being shoved out by Astra, she looks at you, Zelf, and she kind of smirks. You can see it through the veil, like that you're the one behind this and she can tell. Ma'am, if you please come along, move along, ma'am, please. (laughs) Well, Zelf shrugs. (laughs) Who knows? And uh, as she's, like, dragged out, she says, you won't pull one over on me, Zelf. Ma'am, that's enough. Ma'am, please. Please, you're making a scene. Ma'am. <laughs> I love that Johnny's getting to use his, like, paladin skills yeah. here. <laughs> Being the bouncer at this dinner party. <laughs> Very sorry. Very sorry for the interruption. Very sorry. So everybody finds their seat at the table is Zelf, Patty, Astra, Gentry Till joins Grist Caskchill and Paltra Mimosa. Paltra is wearing like a gorgeous floral wrap dress. She's looking relaxed and effortless and expensive as usual. And Grist Caskchill, he's a stout little dwarf who has like orange and turquoise beads braided into his beard. You see him dismiss like the waiters attempting to serve him champagne and wine multiple times. He's brought his own tankard that he's drinking out of. And then, like, uh, Gentry is dressed for the occasion. Patty, you can appreciate that he has, like, picked out some of, like, the finest clothing that's available in Alatir. But they're, like, a season or two old. He likes the overall fashion yeah. sense of Wynn Marth. But, you know, he's trying. Aww. He made an effort, which <laughs> having to make an effort just shows you don't get it. But that's okay. <laughs> the Duke makes a speech. He says, for tonight's appetizers... Our signature Marth Crostinis with vegan cheese provided by Happy Moo Farms. Many thanks to my dear friend Zephyr Xanatar for arranging this. Such a shame he couldn't be here tonight. <laughs> oh, yay! Uh, I should say Happy Moo Farms <laughs> was introduced in our Manny special and is a <laughs> group of enchanted cows, and they are able to uh, give not just permission to be milked, they love being milked 
<laughs> the crostinis have one of six unique Riscarian pepper jellies in ascending heat levels, which will create a trail of fire behind you as you experience flight this evening. If you have any concerns about heat tolerance, please speak to your waiter. They will also tell you the histories of these jellies. Please enjoy. Uh, and then he, he goes back into the kitchen. Johnny, I am going to have you make a flat intelligence check to remember correctly which of these crostinis are which on your plate that you are serving. So good. <laughs> Excellent. All right, here we go. Um, I rolled a five for a oh, total no. of four. Oh, no. no oh, my Johnny. God. Johnny has negative and Johnny oh, confuses no. the crostinis. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have foreseen this? (laughs) As we go into this next course, what do the four of you want to focus on during this meal? I'm definitely going to be hanging around Windmarth again to be like a thorn in the side slash somebody for him to mock in front of Patty. That's my plan. Oh, oh, I'm like making a mental note that Johnny and Patty need to have like a special friend aftercare, yeah, like <laughs> aftercare situation, yeah. Like they're just gonna hold hands and say nice things to each other for a while. I like that. That's so sweet. Astra is going to hone in on Grist by complimenting the beautiful beads in Grist's beard. Hmm. As a fellow bead lover, she's going to hone in on that and try to get some common <laughs> ground there. Excellent. Why don't you make a diplomacy check? Oh, you bet your ass I will, Justin. I rolled a 14 for a 30 on my diplomacy. For once, Astra is being earnest. She just really likes the beads. You've become a monster. <laughs> she is. <laughs> this is really playing to your skill set. yeah and i'm fucking it up anyway (laughs) i want to take this moment to if i can draw some conclusions about marth's cooking and while he watches he will open the conversation at the table and say you know i heard that the marths didn't have any hereditary culinary craftsmanship it's fascinating how artful duke marth is in the kitchen (laughs) have any of the rest of you heard anything about his training his history his heredity I mean, we're all meal nourished chefs here, aren't we? <laughs> yep. So he wants to start massaging the table for clues <laughs> by using suggestive banter <laughs> and being both friendly and then unfriendly in turn with each person just to try to pull some things out, find some threads. I think that like Zelf, I am most interested in who killed Grattan rather than the high chef's fingers. So are the tables close enough together that I could eavesdrop on any conversation at the other table. Certainly. So the Vilnits are sitting together with Buttercup, the representative of the Happy Moo Farms. <laughs> the Marths are sitting together. Buttercup. Oh my god. <laughs> I would like to try to eavesdrop on the Marth crew. Awesome. Make a perception check for that. Oof. Only rolled a five. With all my bonuses, that's an 18 though. Nice. God. Yeah. So the three of you are sitting at this table across from your suspects, each with a goal in mind. Zelf, you broach the topic of where do these people think that the Marths are getting their magic from? Gentry speaks first and he says, 
Well, he probably got it the same way that every chef like him does. He's probably stolen it from somebody. <laughs> Cooked them, <laughs> ate them. I'm sure you're familiar with that, Zelf. <laughs> you're uh, an apprentice of the chairman, isn't that correct? I saw you speaking with Bocus Door. Who invited this guy? <laughs> <laughs> A humble apprentice, indeed. Paltra Mimosa is like, uh, you know, I really just don't think that we should judge people. Ethics in cooking is so complicated. Maybe he ate somebody, maybe he didn't, but maybe he ate somebody who deserves it. <laughs> My pitch is I think we should give all of our potential ingredients personality tests, and then we only eat the ones that score as introverts. Myers Briggs has to decide if you eat a thing or not. Fuck. Oh, no, 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 no. It's the Oscar Myers Briggs test. Well, you can just. You can just stop recording and leave. <laughs> oh, you are one to fucking talk, Caitlin. Whatever. Incredible. Whatever. None of us are free of sin. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> among us. Uh, Grist is like, oh, I'm sure Paltra certainly doesn't care about stealing things, you know. Everybody's trying to kick me out of the restaurant district because, you know, they refer to my ales as potions. They don't think there's any legitimate art involved. But Paltra Mimosa's over here. She stole dwarven ale magic to make our little brunch drinks. I love just watching these people implode on each other. This is amazing. All this tea all over the place. Somebody so needs some trustees to sop this stuff up. Chris <laughs> is brewing beer and brewing tea. Damn. Uh, Zelf is going to let out an affected laugh. Kind of an aha. Aha. <laughs> say, oh, friends. Why call it stealing when we all know that amongst those who consume and those who are consumed, it's just might makes right. It's survival of the fittest, isn't it? Jesus. <laughs> Who here, if they got the chance to gain influential powers just from eating something, who wouldn't? Yeah, you want to make a sense motive check? Yeah, I do. Everybody at the table can <laughs> for these people's responses. Oh, I rolled a five. Oh, no. Oh, I rolled a one. Uh-uh. I rolled a 10 for a 13. <laughs> so Gentry Till kind of scoffs. And he says, I knew exactly the type of person you were, Zelf. <laughs> For what it's worth, I would never eat somebody to steal their power. Hmm. And the three of you believe that Gentry is telling the truth. Oh. He's just going to dry up a rent. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to eat anybody. Grizz casks chill. He also says, I... I have a successful business in Begram, and I've never had to eat anybody. Man, that was kind of fucked up. And you believe Gris Castro is telling the truth. Nice. Paltrow Mimosa goes, well, Zeph, never say never. <laughs> and you think that she's telling the truth. <laughs> Well, Zelf is going to air cheers her with his champagne flute. <laughs> she she meets you with champagne. She says, Zelf, darling, maybe you can convince Bocus to come back and work for me again. She's already staying at the B&B. She couldn't ask for better commutes. You know, she resigned after the news of the chairman's passing. It's just, just too much talent to not be in a kitchen. Oh, Bocus was working for you, was she? 
It's interesting. I always thought she would strike out on her own as soon as she could. I think she was just a bit turned around after, you know, you guys got out of the apprenticeship and she needed a place to land and get up on her own feet. I mean, surely she's going to have her own kitchen eventually. Uh, Maybe even in Safnia, right? (laughs) (laughs) A wonderful destination. A tropical resort is a wonderful place to find yourself after you've been turned around. Indeed. I wish I was in tropical paradise. Self wants to find out more about what Bocas did at BNB 3.5, but I've got to think about my angle. Sure. Johnny kind of monitoring the Marth table, delivering all of your crostinis. Camilla is like, um, excuse me. Uh, yeah. I uh, don't want to be a bother, but uh, um, is uh, are any of these um spicy? <laughs> Johnny deer in headlights is like oh <laughs> and like he's looking over to see what everyone else is eating and he looks down at the crustinis he's got what do the crustinis look like Justin they are like little oval crispy little breads they've got uh, a layer of like fresh cheese made from happy move farms and then mm-hmm. a jam uh made from the peppers each are, are kind of a slightly different color you know that they're different because the the head waiter had told you like this one is crimson <laughs> and this one is ruby <laughs> crimson means red they're very very close um Uh, what would you say, sir? I've seen you sample these. He turns to Bantaro. (laughs) Do you find any of these to be spicy? (laughs) Bantaro, he has just at this moment realized that it's you, even though (laughs) you've been around a couple times. He looks at you and you see tears well up in his eyes again. He says, Johnny, I took your advice earlier. I had an honest conversation with Taft. And he ended things with me. Oh. You can see Prince Erling kind of rolls his eyes and is like, I thought that we'd move past this, Bentaro. Whoa, bro. Like, does that mean you don't have, like, a place to stay? Because he was your roommate, right? <laughs> <laughs> you could probably stay with us. <laughs> Bentaro kind of shakes his head. He's like, it's what I deserve. I, I didn't even tell you everything earlier that, that I did. Well, you know, that same, like, instinct of yours to hide things might also be (laughs) why you're closed off in other parts of your relationship, like with those closest to you. But right now, would any of these help those emotions? (laughs) He points down to the crustinis, like... Bantaro kind of, like, waves you off. He's lost his own, like, despair again. Johnny, I've let you down so much. Just eat one of these and tell me the spicy fruit. Just come on. <laughs> he grabs one uh, and he just shoves it in his mouth and he shrugs and he goes, it's mild. <laughs> he like offers it to her gingerly. Maybe this one? I think that this one is mild. Camilla takes one uh, and she takes the tiniest little bite out of it. She goes, oh, I'm so full. And <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> of course, let me take that away from you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't, want it, don't want to be weighed down. Absolutely not. Yeah. From another table, you hear Buttercup, the cow, moo <laughs> out in pain uh, <laughs> as she has eaten this crustini. It is far beyond her spice tolerance. <laughs> Leaking milk everywhere. Why? 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 Bullets are trying to calm her down. 
that sexy man. He gave me the wrong food. <laughs> Johnny will turn around to the waiter behind him. He's like, dude, bro, I think I gave him the wrong food. I need to get out of here. Just don't let Duke Marcy. <laughs> Johnny's decided that he needs to escort Buttercup out to get her some sort of ice uh, for her tongue and is like trying to sop up the milk as it's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I promise I'll make this better. Uh, is continuing to make it a worse scene. Yeah, as this is going on, when Marth, uh, he like just leans back in his chair doesn't directly turn to you, but is speaking to you, Patty, just in kind of a whisper. And he's like, hey, why don't you and I, Asiago, back to my place after this? Guys, do I... Do I accept? <laughs> Who are you asking? <laughs> this as an invite into his beast lair? This is our chance to stake when. Oh my god! I think god. it's gonna be. I think I'm gonna say yes. Patty. Yes. I think I'm gonna flirt back with him. Yes. <laughs> I love this. Oh my god, hold on. Give me a minute. I gotta think of a cheese pun to respond to. You don't actually. (laughs) You actually don't. Patty's gonna bat her eyelashes and Leo, this is gonna be so bad. And she's gonna say, Oh, well, I mean, you are the uh, the handsomest guy I've ever parmesan. So maybe. Wow. She'll say that and then say, let's see if there's some aphrodisiac food served the rest of the evening. Of course. This is a food pervert party. (laughs) Oh, man, really laying it on. Gentry turns quickly and knocks over his champagne flute. It spills like all across the table. Uh, Gentry stands uh, and he kind of regains his composure uh, and he's like, Excuse me, I need to find the bathroom. I'm having some thoughts here, but I'll keep it to myself for now. <laughs> Everybody wants Patty. That's the vibe I'm picking up. Make a sense motive check. Okay. Wow. Oh, okay. boy. Ooh, I got a 22 yeah. on my sense motive check. Nice. Patty, you feel as if Gentry took it personally when you started flirting with Wynn. He not only was watching you do it. You, you could tell. Uh keeping an ear uh, turned towards you and Wynn to begin with. Is he into Patty or is he into Wynn? Could be both. Could be both. I think he hates the Marths. (gasps) He wants to be the lettuce on that sandwich. He does hate the Marths, but I also like the angle that he might be into Patty secretly because he's like, thinks that Patty is for the people or something like that. I don't know. I mean, we never learned the details of how specifically they lost the restaurant, did we? No, just that they were bullied. Is there a chance... There is some sort of romantic intrigue. I mean, I just don't think he knows Patty all that well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Clearly. I have some strong thoughts about Gentry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Suddenly, a sphere of inky magical darkness begins emanating out from randomly like several diners at each table. Oh. Johnny, Patty, even your dark vision isn't able to see through it. Oh. Each orb of darkness grows until it reaches about a 20-foot radius. And some oh. guests cry out in fear, and you can hear like clattering of dinnerware as people react blindly. 
I'll have all four of you make a perception check as this happens. All right. Oh, I got a 23. I rolled okay on that one. Oh, not as okay as Caitlin did. <laughs> I got a 32. <laughs> Fuck. I got a 27. I rolled a 10. Total of nine. Zelf, this is a spell that you recognize from your apprenticeship with the chairman. Dun, dun. This is Excellent. a spell called Blacklight, and you remember a pretty memorable test put on by the chairman where he had sent you guys out to capture a lunar octopus. And he wanted <laughs> to use the, the lunar octopus meat to like control gravity. Everybody, you know, was risking life and limb trying to get this. Um, but <laughs> Groton played things defensively, as he always did. He was also the only apprentice that actually learned a spell that day, which is this blacklight spell. <gasps> it creates a sphere of magical darkness that only the person who cast it can see through. Hmm, cool. Cool, but also, uh-oh. That's a good spell. We should get that spell. Sounds dope. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to eat whoever ate Groton. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You also, Zelf, recognizing the spell, know that it would be fairly easy to switch out the Lunar Octopus Ink with Obsquidian Ink. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What a fucking good diversion for a murder at a magical dinner party. But whoever did that, would they have to do it at the kitchen or could they do it at the table? It would have to be the kitchen. So it was like mixed in with the mayonnaise of the deviled eggs. <sighs> okay. Also, the idea of eating like a deviled egg with like jet black yolk <laughs> in the middle is, That's really is cool, yeah. great and horrible. <laughs> I'm just like, man, I ate a lot of deviled eggs this weekend. That's like not something I want to think about <laughs> with all of those in my system. <laughs> Patty, even in the pitch blackness with a 30, you can tell that someone else at the table has also stood and began to move. Oh, shit. Can Patty tell who based on where people were sitting? Yeah, I was going to say like the sound of them moving any like orientation of where they are like who they are where they're headed both gentry and paltra continue to move away from the table gris is still sitting at the table okay okay johnny with a nine you can't see shit <laughs> yeah. you almost immediately start to trip am i actually helping buttercup oh, oh yeah 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 <laughs> i'll definitely trip over her oh no <laughs> <laughs> Everybody uh. hears the voice of a man scream out in pain. <gasps> Johnny, I need you to make a will save. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh-oh. Mm. A will save? Oh, no. Oh, Johnny. Rolled a two for a total of ten. <sighs> Johnny. Uh-oh. This man cries out in pain. It cuts through this, this din of chaos when the scream reaches you, Johnny, you hear Glorahan scream in your own head like a ripple effect. <gasps> These screams are rattling what? off of each other. <gasps> you feel yourself grow weak and you're losing control of your muscles and you stumble forward. Uh, roll a 1d4, Johnny. All right. Oh my God. Oh my God. What the fuck? 
I'm so glad I didn't host this party. As long as someone else's party goes haywire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I rolled a three. Cool. Johnny, you feel weightless and you find yourself like lifting out of your body, coming face to face with Glorahan, who's floating cross-legged over your physical form. And she's like kneading the shadowy magic as if it was dough. Like her mouth doesn't move at all, but you can hear her speak clearly. And she says, we have to save him. What? Johnny, you feel yourself being pushed backwards like you're taking a back seat in your own body. The Johnny body moves forward. (laughs) The shadows part. What? Your body reaches the Marth table where Duke Marth lies dead, four (gasps) puncture wounds in his back, identical to the marks you saw at Grattan's apartment. On his left hand, two Ah! fingers have been crudely removed. Oh, oh. Ah! Oh my God. The Johnny body reaches out and places a hand on Duke Marth, and you are struck by a surge of psychic energy rolling over you. Memories Ah. and emotions fill your brain, but you recognize that they're not yours. They are... From an awkward rat folk named Paris, France, and you are experiencing his entire life all within the span of one second, Johnny. Oh my god! You also take three con damage as this happens. Oh fuck! Oh my god! Glorahan lets go of your body, and now there's three of you sitting there: Glorahan, Johnny, and this awkward little rat folk, Paris, who is like looking between the two of you, like what? is happening uh, am i or is the duke dead yes <laughs> oh fucking incredible oh my god i'm freaking out right now johnny is uh just taking three con damage so he's probably just like <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh what <sighs> table was duke slumped over over the marth table Okay, okay, okay. Not ours. That's the No, <laughs> not yours. <laughs> Is the darkness still going on? Uh, so after two minutes, the darkness goes away. All right. And when that happens, the dark spheres fade into nothingness. Uh, everybody gains their sense of surroundings back. Once she sees the Duke's body, the Duchess Marth lets out like an ear-piercing shriek. She throws herself in Wynn's arms. Erling and Vilnit are like all business. They're like walking around, like sealing all of the e- exits, like telling everybody to sit down. Nobody leaves. And you guys see that, yeah, Grist Castrill has remained, um, but you can see that Gentry and Paltra are nowhere to be found. Nice. Interesting. I'm so overcome right now that we have a Ratatouille situation. <laughs> we have a Clue-style, like, murder when the lights go out in the dining room yeah. situation. It's so exciting. It feels like every time we have a dinner party, we graduate to the next size and fanciest of dinner parties without ever really succeeding at the earlier tier. And so they just kind of keep getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So Johnny has a rat in him now? Yes. Yeah, Wishcrafter, probably. Andrew, you're going to have to come up with your own list of cheese puns. I know. Well, yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. Yeah, you you clocked it, Johnny. Uh, Paris grew up in Rescris, dreamed of moving to Milnor to make it big as a chef. Uh, his family didn't understand, so he had to leave and sever ties with them. But Milnor, you know, wasn't what he thought it would be. He was laughed out of the restaurant district. Aww. He started, like, just going to the food bank normally to survive. Uh, but it was eventually offered a job by Grattan Dauphinois 
And although he knew it was wrong, Paris hated Groton because he learned that, you know, Groton had this career as a Milnor chef and threw it away. Uh, and Groton was refusing to teach him elven food magic. So he sought out Bocas Door after hearing about her from Groton. Bocas agreed to teach Paris some simple recipes to start out with, with a warning that if he ever did surpass her, then she would eat him. <laughs> but, you know, even with these spells at his disposal, no nobles would take him seriously. That is, uh, until he found himself in front of Rabuol the Generous, yes. who granted his wish. Yes. Yep. Yes. And the wish Whoa. of the dukes at the same time. Amazing. And the wish of the dukes at the same time. Yes. So the duke was there and wished for something. Yeah. The Duke wished to have a restaurant, uh, and he could not get it by his own means. Uh, oh, my. Shit. But does that mean that the Duke and Paris are, like, fused, do you think? Are they, like, fused into one cre- Because, like, Johnny doesn't have Duke in him. He only has right, Paris. Right. So where's right. Duke at? Where's the Duke? Between Glorahan and Paris, they are able to tell you. Rabiol the Generous, his specialty is putting people's essence inside of other people, making a swap. Yeah, I was going to say. See. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's just oh God. a He's not a good guy. He's generous. <laughs> I was going to say he's generous, but in like a monkey's paw kind of way. Hell yeah. yeah, in a rat's paw kind of way. I'm kind of glad we haven't oh. encountered this guy down in the supers yeah. yet. <laughs> Although, what a fun setup for an episode where we all play each other's characters. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Right, that's gotta happen at some point. Not this time loop, but another one. Patty, with your great perception check, you are able to hear uh, when Marth comforting the Duchess. It's just a body. Remember, it's just a body. Oh, oh so the family knows. So oh, wow. twisted. Fuck. Wow. Awesome. The Duchess is like, I'm not going to be married to a rat. <laughs> you want your father to be a rat? We'll lose everything. Daddy's offended by that. <laughs> yeah, Esther's going to turn around in her seat and be like, what are they talking? Oh, my God, there's a dead body over there. <laughs> is that part of this? If you needed a really large piece of cutlery, where would you stow it? Could you put it in a magic bag or could you magically enlarge a regular sized fork? You could do both of those things. Is there anybody with a suspiciously shaped crutch or cane around? (laughs) (laughs) Self wants to go to the body and noting that whatever injury he's got seems to be the same that Groton had. Are there any forks at the dinner table that are regular sized but seem to be bloody? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can make a perception check to like try to identify any strange cutlery. That's not bad. That's a 19. So it's not strange, Zelf, for Mjolnir chefs to bring their own cutlery. A lot of them have. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> not at all. But you don't see any that you feel are particularly suspicious in the vicinity of the murder. Is it rude if I keep eating? <laughs> <laughs> Astral, will go for it. She's not put off. <laughs> Actually, in Mjolnir, it's the polite thing to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> like slurping your noodles. It's the sort of, you just keep exactly. eating despite whatever is happening. Patty, I think, would like to pop in and see if Gentry is, in fact, mm. in the bathroom. Okay. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're doing things. Okay. Yeah, Astral will stand up and dust crumbs from her 
from her jacket. Johnny, why are you on the ground? Johnny, come on. Oh. Guys, quit dawdling. Oh. Johnny will just kind of follow in a, a fugue state, kind of oh, just like no. still carrying the tray. Oh, no. Would you put those Christinis down? We have work to do. Right, of course. I'll just take these last two and put that down. Yeah, we're on the job, Johnny. They might be spicy. Yeah. Might be spicy. I'm following Patty, so I think Patty's at the head of this. So whatever you want to do, Caitlin. Okay, we're gonna listen at the door. The two of you walk up to this door, press your ears against it. You hear it clearly. Uh, you hear somebody just repeating words mantra over and over again. Astra, this is meaningless to you, but Patty, you hear Gentry saying, "When I walk in the spot, they're looking at me. My hitter's gonna hate, but I know they have fleas. <laughs> I knew it. They're so soft." <laughs> Blowing in the breeze as I'm strutting in my Versace. No. And he just repeats this over and over. I knew it. What does this I mean? Knew it. Patty is going to bust open the door at this point. What? The door's locked. Make a strength check. Patty's going to instruct Johnny to bust open the door. Right, I got a 17 on the, the strength check. Yeah. Johnny, you summon your strength. You slam through this door. It bust into splinters around you your sleeve is done for it was already going your, your muscles like burst out of both sleeves at this point uh, as you <laughs> make this massive attack and you find the dentist i knew it he turns uh shocked and he draws his toothpick to attack dentist the dentist how did you get here Patty's gonna say hey gentry Duh. how's it going man this is a wild party, huh? Who's Gentry? <laughs> yeah, what? Okay. No, I okay. thought we were following Gentry, but the dentist is here, not Gentry. The trail must have gotten mixed up. Look, buddy, we got a dead guy downstairs. There's a lot of shit going on. We're we're just gonna go ahead and, and not play the who is the dentist game. So happy I accidentally invited the dentist. <laughs> Zelf, the doors of the kitchen clatter loudly against the wall. Manny, he's in a panic. He's like, chef, chef, I know that this sounds insensitive, but we must continue the dinner. Someone needs to step in for the Duke and quickly, or else the banquet ritual will be disrupted and all of the diners will experience feedback from the failure and it will not be good. I don't think most of these nobles could survive one course backlash, much less four. Oh my God. Is this real? Is this a real phenomenon? Yes. This is like ritual rules, which apply by proxy to banquet rules. If the ritual is disrupted, there is a failure. Right. It's different for each ritual or banquet. If it is either A, interrupted, or B, just failed by normal, like bad rolls. Manny, did you see anybody messing with the mayonnaise in the first course? The mayonnaise, uh, there were two sous chefs who were set onto the appetizer. Um, I can tell you who they are, but I, I don't know which one did anything, if any. They had me milking cows the whole time. Oh, no, <laughs> not Manny. Not Manny and the perfect cows. No. Are they still in the kitchen? They're kind of like kept outside in a pasture. No, the sous chef. Oh, the sous chefs. Yes, they're in the kitchen. Yes, sorry. Okay. I, I just can't. I can't stop thinking about it, chef. Manny, we'll talk about the cows later. Everybody needs aftercare from this episode. Uh, Zelf, you enter the kitchen and you take point at the counter where 
Duke Marth was working all evening. And for the first time, you feel the weight of the experience. The windowed kitchen allows <laughs> all of the diners to stare in at you. And you know that this will be similar to the great Milnor Bake Off in terms of the pressure that is coming over you at this moment. Because not only are they watching you cook, they need you to cook well. Thank you for listening to Burnt Cookbook Party. Thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. We're so grateful for you supporting us and putting out this show and working to make it better, which is something that you don't know that we're doing at the back end, but we're doing at the back end. As a reminder, you can always find us on Twitter at BCB Party, on Tumblr at BCB Party, or email us at burntcookbookparty at gmail.com. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber, as Astra Blep, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. Produced by Jenna Stieber, this episode was edited for content by Justin Green and edited for sound by Akshay Balakrishnan. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.